A flower falls even though we love it, and a weed grows even though we do not love it. From the Zen Master Dojen, 1200 to 1253. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, <coughs> rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for September 13th to 20th, 2013, the full harvest moon coming up. Here's some natural events. For lo, the summer is past. The tourists are over and gone. The flowers fade from the earth, and the sound of sneezing is heard in the land. Well, life in our coastal towns returns to a more leisurely pace these days, but there's no rest for hay fever sufferers. Runny nose, scratchy eyes, and explosive sneezing are the refrain when the many varieties of goldenrod, solidago species, come into bloom. The deep yellow flower clusters of goldenrod may be straight and club-shaped, or they may be nodding and tapered like a fir tree, or many other shapes, but always a rich yellow color. Goldenrod is a perennial rising from a woody root, and amazingly there are over 100 varieties of goldenrod in North America. But even more amazing than that, these golden beauties are not, that is, not the cause of all the seasonal sneezing. Goldenrod is pollinated by insects, and its pollen stays pretty close to home, so it provides a bountiful late-season feast for the bees. The real hay fever culprit is ragweed, ambrosia species, which looks a little bit like a small green candelabra fit for Liberace, if, say, Liberace were a chipmunk. Ragweed is especially fond of roadsides and other poor soils. It has 8 to 12 inch green flower spikes and filigreed leaves and may be nearly invisible against a green background of grasses and other weeds. And the sneezing is because unlike goldenrod, ragweed is wind pollinated. Its pollen can travel hundreds of miles. High humidity and rainy weather increase ragweed pollen. So this summer we have a bumper crop, which any hay fever sufferer will tell you. Relief finally comes with the first hard frost. So when you have a sneezing fit, don't blame the gorgeous goldenrod. Blame the wretched ragweed. Here's a field and forest report. Precious few monarchs in the milkweed this year after a few good years for the iconic butterfly. The oaks, trees in some areas have been nearly defoliated. Looks like the oak leaf skeletonizer caterpillar at work. And undoubtedly, the gypsy moth. Blackberries are nearly gone, but winterberry, mountain ash, and wild cherry trees are heavy with fruit. A feast for robins, wax wings, and other fruit-eating birds. Here's a mountain report. The mountain is quiet again, resting under its blanket of mist after a long season of hikers. For many weeks, every kind of hiking boot, 
walking stick, backpack, water bottle, health bar, power drink, and other modern outdoor gear has flowed up and down the trails of Awanajo in a glittering stream. Children running and stumbling are carried by parents, dogs pulling their owners up the slopes, robust young AT hikers and grandmothers in sneakers, all have pounded the ground with shod feet and filled the woods with chatter and laughter day after day. But now it's quiet again. The hikers have left with their glittering gear and happy memories, and the mountain has earned her weary rest. Here's a rank opinion. The whole earth has earned a rest, too, a rest from the boots of trampling warriors marching for millennia, a rest from the thundering devastations of cannon and rocket, gas and bomb, a rest from men killed or injured in soul and body, a rest from innocent women and children maimed or dead in war. And that day of rest draws nearer as Americans of all political persuasions together say, no more, No American bombs dropping on Syria. No troops dying to defend a geopolitical strategy that is of no benefit to them, only to their leaders who do not march. The day draws nearer when it will be talk, not terror. Diplomacy, not desolation. Words, not wars. At last and for all time. And finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. The first from Eleanor Roosevelt. I cannot believe that war is the only solution. No one won the last war, and no one will win the next. And from the main writer, Sarah Orne Jewett. What has made this nation great? Not its heroes, but its households. that's the almanac for this quarter moon but don't take it from me go out and sneeze for yourself <laughs>